You're listening to What If We Loved Podcast, a show about building up the church through love, sonship, and healing. Here are your hosts and founders of Love Inside Out Ministries, Bruce and Shay Mason. Welcome back, everybody, to the What If We Loved Podcast. It's Bruce and Shay and Lisa and Janie. We're here again. It's been a few weeks for us, though not for you guys, uh, since we've last recorded, and God's been moving a lot on our hearts, and so we have some more things uh, we're going to be talking about today. So to begin, well, first of all, hey guys, how are you? Good, good. <laughs> good. Uh, I thought maybe today we could start by revisiting a scripture that we had mentioned in our previous podcast. I can't remember exactly which one, but it's from Ezekiel 36. And this is such a beautiful promise that God gave to Ezekiel and to all of us. And it's just this. And starting at verse 25, he says, I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. And I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. And I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. And it goes on from there. So we were spending uh, time talking before about the heart and the centrality of the heart and how the Christian faith is, it's really a religion of the heart. And what God is preparing for us, uh, and this is something that we've sensed as we began to hear God's call for us to launch Love Inside Out, that he's preparing to do a work in the hearts of his children that's going to be truly extraordinary. And that he is working, and we've seen it in our ministry, that he's been working overtime to bring healing and transformation and wholeness to people's hearts so that the container of their heart of our hearts can receive so much more of him because he's put us into a body that's really a family and we're united in the spirit which means our hearts are united with one another or at least they're meant to be but there's something that's coming and this has been this has been something that god has put on our hearts for many 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 years now Um, but he's really really increased in the last uh, few years the urgency of this and that there's something coming that he's about to pour out something so extraordinary that the church needs to be ready that we as believers we as brothers and sisters uh, in jesus need to be ready for what's about to happen Uh, and what we started to hear a long time ago, and, and we've actually heard other people saying the very same thing, so this isn't just us, is that there's a wave coming. And as he, the way he put it to us is that there's this tsunami that's coming. Uh, specifically, he's, he said to us, a tsunami of love. And we thought we'd take a little time in our podcast today to talk about what we've been hearing God saying about this wave that's coming. And maybe Shay, I'll just pass it over to you because he spoke to you um, really first um, of us about something that was coming in this wave. Yeah, I've had a number of dreams where this this image um, repeats um, and it, it's in a different context each time, but it always involves a wave and people who are swept away by it and people who are able to ride the wave. 
and um, and are not frightened by it, and actually embrace it, and you know they welcome it when they see it coming. And and the very first image I had of this was in a dream. Oh goodness, probably almost twenty years ago now. Mm. And in the dream, I saw this wave come through the back doors and fill the sanctuary. And there were people that just disappeared under the water and it was a little frightening to see you didn't know where they went they were just taken over by it and then there were the people that rose up to the surface and they rode the wave they were just swimming on top of it gliding on the crest of the wave it was a joyous experience for them which was completely different than the people who just disappeared under it and i didn't really understand that at the time I thought maybe it was specific to my own church. Um, and a, as time has gone by, God has shown me that it's it's more an image of the whole body of Christ, that there are people who are ready to receive the next move of God, and there are people who are not. And I had another dream where I was standing on a beach. Uh, there were some rocky outcroppings, and the water started to recede um, as they would before a tsunami. And I could see what was about to take place and that the waters were building up and they were gonna release. And at first I was afraid of what was coming, but then I realized that I was standing up on a high, very solid rock and that I was gonna be safe as the waters came and the waters swept around the rock, but I, I was fine. And, and then the third image actually came just last night and it was an image of a church again, a church sanctuary and not a church that I was in, but a church that I was familiar with. And somebody had texted me two images. They had shown up um, to usher at church that Sunday morning and they got there before everyone and saw that there were chairs that had been toppled over, kind of thrown chaotically about. And some chairs were perfectly still in place, but about half of them were, were tossed. and. In the dream, as soon as I saw the texts come in and the photos, I, I knew in my spirit that it was a warning for the church that, that this wave was going to sweep in and there would be the people who would be able to sit firmly where they were and then the ones that would be toppled over. So it's just, it's been this repeating theme as, mm -hmm. as God is just bringing more urgency to this message to to prepare our hearts mm -hmm. for what it is he's about to do. Yeah. And I had a similar, I guess it was last almost exactly a year ago. And Shay and I had been talking to this about all this for a while. Um, then I had a, a, a picture that God gave me in church um, of this tsunami and that he specifically drew me into um, the, before the tsunami comes, when the water, if, if anyone remembers seeing the pictures or the videos of the tsunami in Indonesia, was it, is it Indonesia or was it Thailand that happened um, back a number of years ago the now? Indian Ocean Indian tsunami. Ocean, yeah. yeah. When the water pulls out, and I, and I remember very specifically people wandering around in the, what was the seabed, but, but the water had pulled out, wandering around confused, some were excited, some were just exploring an area, a place that they'd never seen before, but but something had been uncovered, and, and but there was an overall general confusion about what was going on, and what God started to show me there is that that we're we're in a place right now in the world where that tsunami has the water has pulled out, and He's saying the tsunami is a tsunami of His love that's coming. And that in the world right now, and I don't think it it takes very long actually to take 
when you when you look at the world around us, the things that are happening, you know, the geopolitical stuff, things that are happening in our country, and wh wherever you look, um, even in the church as well, that there seems to be a lack of love right now. That people are at each other's throats. There's so much division. There's an inability to hear one another, mm -hmm. to actually love each other in the way that God calls us to. And that we're in that place right now, that the water has receded, that love in a sense has withdrawn and receded from the world right now. And it's building up and it's building up and it's building up. And you can almost hear the rumble of that giant wave that's coming and that this wave of love is coming. And when it comes, it's gonna come with force and it's gonna come with power and it's gonna come no matter whether we want it to come or not. But but as, as believers, we should want it to come. And so it's not, not a scary thing. But as the wave comes, the question for all of us and for the church is, are we ready? When he comes with his love, when this wave of love comes, are we gonna be positioned to receive? Will our hearts be in a place to receive what he is about to pour out? And part of the heart of our ministry is to minister to people's hearts so that they can receive God's love when it's poured out, and not just in the future, but also now. But that, that right now, our conviction has been, and God's really laid this on our heart, that we're not as a body ready. That we're not ready for what's coming. And so what do we do about that? Yeah, what does preparation look like? Mm -hmm. And I have a bunch of questions kind of shooting off on my yeah, head that it. I keep thinking about um, Ezekiel 36. Is that where you were reading yeah. from? Yeah. So 25 says, I will sprinkle clean water on you mm -hmm. and you will be clean. A tsunami isn't really a sprinkle, but <laughs> <laughs> I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all of your idols. I will give you a new heart. Mm -hmm. And you can't serve two masters, right? So mm -hmm. it's like we're either God has our hearts or we have, I mean, in this case, he was talking to the Israelites, they had idols. Mm -hmm. How do you prepare? How do you look in your heart? What are you even looking for mm -hmm. to know if you're going to be prepared? Mm -hmm. yeah, what are what are our What's idols? The, yeah. Just because we're not the ancient Israelites doesn't right. mean we don't have idols. We're not That's whittling right. things out of mm -hmm. wood, maybe, but... Yeah, and this I, I, I do think that God's giving us this time now. You know, the wave hasn't come; things are being exposed and laid bare. You know, as the water's pulling back, so this is a time that's a gift. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a change of landscape. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and totally. We can either look at it and be confused and terrified by it, and believe mm -hmm. me, there's moments we look at some of the stuff that's going on in the world, and you think, "What on mm -hmm. earth is happening?" or we can we can take it as an opportunity mm -hmm. and a time that god has given us to prepare ourselves to say god take my heart of stone and give me a heart of flesh yeah mm -hmm. yeah it, it's it's a it's a question that shay and i certainly have been asking ourselves you know what what is in us what is in our hearts that will in a sense you know if, if the tsunami were to come today what parts of our hearts are so hard that the water would just bounce off of or would knock us over because our hearts couldn't absor absorb yeah. what, what 
what it is that's coming. And so this is, this is an opportunity for we in the body of Christ to ask ourselves, are we ready? And to, to ask the Lord to examine our hearts mm -hmm. for those things in our hearts mm -hmm. that may actually be long-standing idols, mm -hmm. long-standing barriers, things that, things that we know about, but also things that we don't know about. Mm -hmm. So an uncovering, we need a revelation yeah. from him about the condition of our hearts. Because when that love comes, he wants us to be able to not only absorb it, but to ride the wave. Mm -hmm. I guess that would be like if there was, you know, if this wave is coming, a picture would be, you know, even chairs make sense with the church, but in the ocean, if I'm thinking about it, it'd be as if you know, God was trying to provide this really fun surfing experience and someone was just holding on to this anchored string and just holding on for all their might, you know, not letting themselves be loved, not letting themselves mm. have the adventure, having the fun. Mm. And it's interesting to think, I don't, I don't imagine anyone would do that if they knew that surfing was safe, if they knew that being with God was safe, if they knew that it was mm. fun, if they, if they really understood the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think the only reason that I could imagine holding on to that anchor is you think that that is like a safer option for you. Yeah, that that's going to be your protection. Yeah, yeah. you don't trust him. And yeah. so even with you know, if people are not wanting to experience that wave of God, that love mm -hmm. that we're seeing is coming, it's like, well, why wouldn't people? And it, it could be that hard heart. It's like there must be something. Why is their why is their heart hard? If they, I just something in me is saying if, if they knew how fun it was, if they knew how beautiful it was, how loving he is, how loving mm -hmm. he is, then it wouldn't, they wouldn't be holding on to that anchored string. They would just mm -hmm. be able to, yeah, you know, ride without that kind of fear. Yeah. But you know, we go mm -hmm. through things in life that, that harden our hearts. We all have things that happen, things that, that hurt and things where we find it hard to trust because we've been through trauma you know, we've maybe been disappointed with God. We've prayed for something that didn't come out the way we imagined that it would. And so these wounds kind of accumulate in our heart and we think, oh, maybe he's not as loving. Maybe he's not as trustworthy as, as I had hoped. Mm -hmm. And he wants to just come in and, and show the, the truth that he is more loving, more trustworthy than we could ever imagine. But if we close our hearts off to him and stay in that place of woundedness, mm -hmm. we don't get to experience the fullness of his love. Yeah. 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 It's, um, it's a time of, of asking a lot of questions and a time of reflecting on that condition of our heart and asking God to reveal where, where are those broken places and those hurts and those, concrete um edifices that are <laughs> that are there that are it seem immovable to yeah. us but the joy that we have is actually mm -hmm. that nothing is immovable yeah. for yeah. god yeah that he can take the hardest place in our hearts yeah. the deepest wound that we we could ever imagine and he mm -hmm. can take it and transform it and we've seen this yeah. in our yeah. ministry mm -hmm. things that we that as we have prayed for people that we in the human in our flesh can hardly understand or conceive of how it could possibly be removed and healed. And yet God does it. 
and he does it and he does it yeah and he, he does, does the work yeah. that's the beautiful part yeah. all yeah. it takes is a simple yes mm -hmm. just a lord come in and and i yield to you do the work and he's mm -hmm. more than willing mm -hmm. yeah so it, it's our it's our deep heart and, and we believe it's something that god's put on our heart that now is the time for god to for, for us you know, there's that beautiful picture where is it Keble College in Oxford? Yeah. Is it light of the world? Light of the world, where you have Jesus knocking. He's holding a lamp and he's knocking on a door, and there's no door handle mm. on the outside, and that's because um, mm. the idea is that the door has to be opened from within, and that we have to invite Jesus in. We have to open the door. He doesn't ever force Jesus. himself in. Mm -hmm. But this is the time. If there was any at any time, uh, and maybe any time is all times, but but now if there's any time that we need to let Jesus come in, because he he's sending this tsunami of love, the tsunami is coming, and it's it's so beautiful, it's so powerful. There's so much contained in it. There's more than we can even see. Um, was it you, Shay, that had drawn a picture of a way with all the jewels and gems? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Just that there was so much contained in the wave for us mm. to receive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's really going to be beautiful. But if we're not willing to prepare our hearts, we're going to miss so much. Yeah. 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 We don't want anybody to miss that. And, and our Heavenly Father doesn't want anybody to miss it as well. And his desires that all people not only would be be saved, but that all people would be able to receive fullness, mm -hmm. just like Jesus had all the Father's fullness, that we, as Jesus prayed this, would have that same fullness within us. And that's part of the joy of being a son or a daughter of our loving Heavenly Father. So maybe, uh, maybe we should end this podcast with a prayer. Mm -hmm. like normal um so come holy spirit come holy spirit father we thank you that you are sending us this beautiful wave of your love thank you that you've given us also this opportunity now to invite you into our hearts so that they might be prepared, healed, transformed in such a way and to such a degree that we might receive what you're about to pour out so that we're not swept away by that wave when it comes, but actually are, are swept up into it so that we might ride it, surf it, and so that we as we ride the wave of your love, may display your glory to the world. That the world will see that you are good, that you are loving, that you are true, and that there is no one like you. So Father, we pray for all of us today on this podcast that, I just ask you now as you're listening, Invite Jesus. Let's invite Jesus to come in. Jesus, we open the door to you. If there's places in your heart that you've walled off or sealed off to him, make it today that you open your heart. 
May today be the day that you begin to taste and see the more of his love for you. He is so, so good. So Father, we thank you that even now you're coming into our hearts, that Jesus, you are there. And we give you everything that we are because we know you've already given us everything that you are. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, everybody, for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time. If you liked this episode, please consider donating at loveinsideout.org forward slash donate. As always, thank you for listening. Have a blessed week.